150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Fifth Seal, episode 27. I'm your host, The Evangelical Norm. Fifth Seal is a podcast we do to bring awareness to the persecuted church around the world. This is Persecuted Church Awareness Month, so every day this month we will be counting down the top 30 countries on Open Doors USA's World Watch List for uh, where persecution for Christians is the worst because of their faith in Jesus Christ. So, that being said, uh, if you know anybody who would like to join us to pray, uh, please invite them to this group, the Fifth Seal, um, and uh, ask them to come and join us uh, as we do this every day throughout the month, and then uh, next year we'll do throughout the year as well. So all that being said, it is Wednesday, November 4th, and this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This from persecution.org. Maybe. My story just... Okay, there we go. This is an update on an earlier story we did earlier this week, I believe. Uh, American missionary rescued by Navy SEALs in Nigeria. On October 27th, a missionary named Philip Walton was at his home in the town of Berninconi in Niger. This town is near the border with Nigeria. He was there with his family when gunmen entered his home early that morning and ultimately abducted him. While his family was safe, he was missing for several days. The kidnappers finally released a ransom request of $1 million and said that if the ransom was not paid, they would turn him over to one of the extremist groups operating in northern Nigeria. On Saturday, October 31st, the U.S. Navy SEALs were set to rescue Philip from the abductors. According to Jonathan Hoffman, the public affairs assistant to Secretary of Defense Mark Esper, quote, this American citizen is safe and is now in the care of the U.S. State Department. No military personnel were injured during the operation, unquote. So, uh, again, this is good news. We don't always get some good news uh, when we do these stories because, again, he, he could have easily have been turned over to al-Shabaab, Boko Haram, the Fulani militants that operate there in Nigeria and in Kenya in that area um, that are constantly, we've seen thousands of Christians killed over the last year in this region by these extremist groups. So praise God that uh, uh, Philip is home and safe and has been rescued from his abductors. This also from persecution.org. And again, another lag. Okay. According to an independent investigation, a soldier from the Indonesian army tortured and shot dead a 67-year-old Protestant pastor during his search for missing weapons and the whereabouts of separatists last September in Indonesia's restive Papua province. Pastor Yeremina Zanambani was found dead with a gunshot wounds in a pig shed in Hitadipa, Papua in, on September 19, 2020, sparking outrage and pressure from church groups for an investigation. Indonesia's Human Rights Commission, Komnas Ham, 
issued a report on Monday calling the killing as quote unquote extrajudicial. Extrajudicial. Quote, uh, wounds from a sharp weapon were also found on the pastors. On the pastor. Quote, the findings are based on the dying man's account given to at least two witnesses before he died that he saw the soldier at a crime scene along with three or four other soldiers, unquote. Muhammad Kori, Kurul Anam, a communist ham commissioner, told journalists on November 2nd. Anam added that the soldier named Alpis Hasim Madi shot the pastor while attempting to collect information about a missing weapon believed to have been seized by pro-separatist rebels from the soldier who was shot dead earlier. Pastor Yeremina became a victim since the military became a victim since the military suspected his involvement in the separatist groups. His killing is not an isolated case. Two Catholic catechists were also killed in October after being accused of being separatist rebels, a version of events rejected by the local Catholic church. So here in, in, in these areas, a lot of times uh, Muslims, Hindus, and so on will come up with false charges against Christians as a an excuse to torture them, beat them, kill them, which apparently is what we have is allegedly is what has happened to this pastor here. All we do know is that this is a 67-year-old Protestant pastor who was murdered by an Indonesian soldier, uh, claiming that he was a, a separatist, but likely not. Likely he was murdered simply because of his faith in Jesus Christ. And that brings us to our... Uh, um, world watch list country for the day uh, number 27 on the world watch list is Qatar uh, a few facts about Qatar if I can get my computer is really trying to lag on me today there we go uh, region is Middle East persecution type is Islamic oppression persecution level is very high the population of Qatar is about 2,744,000 of which about 367,000 are Christian, so roughly 10%. Uh, main religion is Islam, and the government is a monarchy. The leader is Amir Tamim bin Hamad al Thani. Uh, Christians in Qatar, especially converts from Islam to Christianity, remain under extremely high pressure from the government and society, risking discrimination, harassment, police monitoring, and intimidation. Apostasy is a crime in Qatar, punishable by cr under criminal law. Even one's family can be dangerous in a culture that sees conversion as a betrayal. In the Western Asian country, Islam is seen as the only acceptable faith, and conversion remains a capital offense. As for church gatherings, while Muslims are free to worship in public, Christians can only worship in private houses or designated places. The expatriate and indigenous Christian groups in Qatar are separated from each other and must be careful when interacting with each other. Christians with a Muslim background are heavily persecuted. Migrant workers who convert are especially vulnerable. Christian converts are considered apostates and face discrimination and harassment from society and even risk being killed by their family. Even their Muslim employers are likely to be a source of persecution. Local converts are very much under the control of their families, facing pressure from both family members and the local community to recant their Christian faith. Because religion is a part of family and tribe, a part of a family's and tribe's identity, conversion is seen as betrayal. Violent, excuse me, violent incidents against Christians are rarely reported. The country is well policed in and, in general, peaceful. 
However, most incidents targeting Christian migrant workers go unreported because the victim wants to keep their job. It's also sometimes difficult to discern whether mistreatment is due to a worker's Christian faith. However, in general, the faith of non-Muslim migrant workers, including Christians, leads to extra vulnerability. Almost all Qatari converts from Islam convert abroad, and in the majority of them do not return to the country out of fear. So prayer points for Qatar. Converts from a migrant background face high pressure and are controlled by their social environment in labor camps where they live. Even their employers can be a source of persecution. Both indigenous and migrant converts risk discrimination, harassment, police monitoring, and intimidation by vigilante groups. Pray these believers will be protected from attack. Conversion from Islam is not officially recognized and is likely to lead to legal problems in personal status and property matters. Pray that believers are able to navigate their lives after conversion. While Muslims are free to worship in public, non-Muslim religious groups, Christians, can only worship in private houses or designated places. Pray that believers are able to meet together and enjoy Christian community. Conversion from Islam to Christianity is socially unacceptable in Qatar. Pray that the believers who choose to follow Jesus would find comfort and assurance in Christ. Let's pray. Father, again, we thank you so much for this time we have to come together as believers to lift up our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in you, Lord. Uh, we thank you that you've given us a medium, the internet, through these different social media platforms that we can come together across uh, wide spaces um, and even across time as, as some people will be praying later in the day as they watch these videos, Lord. And we just thank you for that. You have provided that for us so that we can join together as one voice to to lift up our brothers and sisters around the world. Lord, first we want to just praise you for the safety and the recovery of Philip Watson. Um, pray that his, his family is safe, that he is able to uh, continue in his missionary work to share the gospel with uh, those around the area of Niger and Nigeria. Lord, that you would be glorified in just the testimony of his kidnapping, rescue, and continued work in, in the mission field to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Lord, we lift up the family of this Papuan pastor who was murdered in uh, Indonesia. Lord, we pray that you would bring, uh, bring peace to this area, Lord, that you would protect the Christians that are there um, and use this uh, situation, Lord, not only to strengthen the faith of those Christians who are there as they've seen this pastor uh, stand firm in his faith in the face of persecution, Lord, but we, we pray that you would use that to draw even uh, those who would oppress Christians to yourself, that they would hear the gospel, that they would respond in repentance and faith, and that they would uh, join uh, this, this family of uh, adopted believers that you have drawn to yourself, Lord. And we lift up our brothers and sisters in Qatar. Lord, we do pray the, the believers there would be protected from attack, from their communities, from their families, from employers. Lord, that as they continue to, to stand firm in their faith, that they would be able to just continue to, to live their lives without fear uh, of persecution and attack. Lord, we pray that, uh, that those uh, that have converted and experience, whether it be job loss or uh, property taken away or even arrest, Lord, for conversion, that you would um, just help them to continue to stand firm in their faith, Lord. I pray that these things would just be 
moments where they they recognize that that even what you said in this life we will have trouble um, and that that blessed are those who are, are persecuted for your name's sake Lord that they would rest upon those promises that those things that you've told us and that that would actually strengthen their faith rather than hinder their ability to worship you Lord we pray that uh, as believers are forced to uh, um, worship in private homes and in, in private buildings, Lord, that, that they would still be able to meet together, that, that you would protect their worship services, that the Christian community there would uh, hold each other up, that they would support each other, and that it would thrive, Lord, that it would grow through the witness of, of the Christians that are there. And Lord, we pray that those who have converted from Islam and experienced the most persecution there, Lord, that that you would walk with them, Lord, that you would keep them strong in their faith um, and that they would continue to seek after you um, and bear fruit in keeping with repentance and, and following after you, Lord. And again, we, we thank you for for all that you are doing across our this this world, Lord, through the gospel, drawing people to yourself. We, we thank you that the church is growing, even in these areas where persecution is is heavy and, and Christians often live in fear. Lord, we thank you that you are still building your kingdom. And we pray all these things in your name and for your glory, Jesus. Amen. Again, thank you guys uh, for joining us today. Um, invite friends to come. If you want to go over to the uh invite them to join the the fifth seal facebook page or they can go over to the youtube the evangelical norm subscribe there and get all the different podcasts that i do there and as always you can get the audio versions of these podcasts wherever you get your audio version you can get it itunes google play spotify amazon wherever you get your audio podcast you can pick this up download it and uh and share it with your your friends who are willing to join us um just lifting up being aware and praying for our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted just because of their faith in Jesus Christ. And as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words, because they are necessary. And until tomorrow, Soli Deo Gloria.